Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of The Naive Perspective. Now, this used to be a blog a long time ago that I started in the beginning of my spiritual journey. And long story short, I stopped building that blog about I think almost four years ago Um, because I just went in a different direction and I'm coming back to it now it's it's a little bit of a full circle for me and this is going to be me taking you along my journey but also my attempt at helping to bring awareness to some things that you might not have thought about or maybe hopefully providing some light shedding some light on the darkness that might be clouding your vision and your view at the moment I think this podcast is going to help well my goal is for this podcast to help whoever really see through the dark spots and figure out how to get out of that naive perspective that you might be in and what exactly is a naive perspective? Uh, the naive perspective for me was feeling really confused and underst- and misunderstood about where I was, you know. Um, I used to get called naive a lot of the times and it really irritated me because... I don't know, it just made me feel less than, like I did not understand something. I'm a really big knowledge person, and I think that is what started the blog originally four years ago, was that I was wanting to understand more and not be that naive person and really, you know, consume as much knowledge as possible about the world and... Um, specifically my spiritual side and really dive into understanding spirits and what that means and being the most knowledgeable person about the information about the subject and so in doing that I discovered that I was living in a naive perspective about my spiritual side and I wanted to quote-unquote enlightened people about themselves um I was diving deeper and deeper into spiritual texts and religious texts from different places and different religions and I wanted to share that information and share what I've learned with the collective masses in hopes that it would help someone else um really okay this might be all over the place but I just need to get this out so really it started 
with my own depression and anxiety. So then the naive perspective was really how you viewed your world through the lens of depression. Um, Not really anxiety, that came later, still working with that one. But really through depression, how you saw yourself and your environment and your surroundings through the lens of depression. And that was really the naive perspective. And I realized through diving into spirit, diving into myself, um, that I could elevate out, out of that naive perspective and just learn more about the world and myself. So hopefully that makes sense. That was the accumulated, that was the start of it all. But um, now we're here and I've realized that I've been encompassing the naive perspective for so long and I don't really know if we ever leave that perspective either now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know if it ever shifts, but I do think we can take on more knowledge and our naive perspective just changes with where we're at in life. You know, we're always going to be naive to something until we learn more about it. And, um, and that's really where I kind of just want to start now, I guess. Today's topic is to discuss how to survive the quarter life crisis. And that's where I was when I started the naive perspective. So that's where I wanted to start for today. How to survive the quarter life crisis. Um, I am currently 27, going on 28 next month. And so my quarter life crisis, I feel like I've been going through that for like the longest time. <laughs> to be honest and I feel like it might start at different stages for people so that's I really don't want to put like an age to it I feel like my crisis really started in high school but some people might say college or when they you know leave their parents house when they gotta find you know um, a real job after school you know it could start from different areas stages in life um, for you personally, so different ages, but I feel like mine started when I was in high school and I really just didn't feel like I was moving with purpose, um, entering college. Like, okay, high school was just trash. I don't know. Some people had great experiences. I just had high expectations and they did not meet it. (laughs) Okay. High school was trash. And then moving to college, I just felt like I didn't belong in high school, in college. You know, I was hoping to have like some, some sense of just being like in, you know, where I'm supposed to be. Like, I don't really know how to explain that other than like, I want it to be not conform. I, that's the word that I'm thinking of, but that's not the right word. Like I just wanted to just, you know, feel like I was supposed to be around the people that I met or, you know, like I was, it felt right. And high school and college just never felt right. So I started to have a quarter life crisis around then. And I really started to question my 
purpose. Like, what am I here for? A really um, powerful but dangerous question. I was really starting to ask myself, what's the point? And I don't like to think that I was suicidal because I never even considered taking my own life. I never thought about doing that to my mother. Um, It was just me and her growing up, so I couldn't imagine um, leaving her. And that's really the only reason why I did not. But I was, you know, besides the act of doing it, I was in the mental state of just not being here. I was going through the motions of life. I didn't feel like I had a purpose. And I was just, I was very young, you know, like, you know, I, with high ambitions. And I don't think people really understand what they, you know, what we set children up for is to figure out everything, have life figured out before you leave high school. You know, it's very important that you know what you want and go after what you want um, with such ferocity. And you just can't, you know, you can't mess up and you can't, you know, turn back and look back at old things. You just got to keep pushing forward. Like, at least that's how I felt. And I think that set me up for disaster because things do not go as expected in life, right? You can have these expectations, but life is going to throw you a curveball and God has other plans. So I think I just had such high expectations about what I wanted to do as a woman, businesswoman, um, as a creative, and I wanted to do so much. And I just obviously, you know, didn't get to do so much in the span of like, you know, a couple of years, you know, like I have a lifetime, but I was just hoping to be the, some big executive filmmaker or just boss lady or just, you know, making bank, traveling, enjoying life. Like I just, I don't know, I had an idea of what life, you know, bunch friends, cool, not bunch, but like a cool little friendship group, which I really never had. But I just, I always had these expectations of how high school is going to go. Didn't go that way. College didn't go that way. And I was just feeling really depressed and really thinking like, what's the point? And so in the midst of my quarter life crisis, that is when I turned to diving into spirituality because I wanted to find something bigger than myself, a meaning to life, you know, like what am I really doing here is what I was trying to figure out. And so in doing that, I, again, dived into these different religions, different spiritual beliefs, trying to piece it all together. And I, I started dabbling in things that I knew nothing about right? I thought I knew about it. I read some books on it. Um, and I knew nothing about it. Um, and I feel like a lot of people kind of have done the same thing unintentionally, you know, like we want to figure out our purpose and our meaning and we just go searching for it. And unfortunately, sometimes we search for it in the wrong places whether that be through partners, toxic relationships with not only lovers, but friends, um, family members that don't give us what we need. I just think there's so many ways to get lost when you're searching for that answer of who, who am I and what do, what do I mean to this world? So 
I was in that space and I started looking into witchcraft and Hinduism, Buddhism, Buddhism and um, all types of different things to understand, you know, how does the system work? And in the midst of that, I probably, you know, stumbled on to what most people would call nowadays the new age belief system. And I was doing yoga. I was wearing my crystals, started a crystal business, which is crazy to think about, um, which I still, I don't do it anymore, but I did enjoy like the art of making something, which I realize is like my art form of expression. But yeah, I was making crystals. I was doing yoga. I was meditating on nothing, which I'll get to maybe in another episode, meditating on myself really. And, um, I was just trying to figure out an answer to my being here. And that process probably spanned about three years. I want to say I started The Naive Perspective as a blog post in um, 2017, going on 2018. And... I gave up all of that spiritual practices and spiritual beliefs. Um, I believe the beginning of 2021, if I'm not mistaken, I think, yeah, it was 2021, maybe going on 2022, but, um, yeah, that whole time that I spent dabbling and dipping in, in other beliefs and trying to figure things out, I realized that I was growing more self-aware, but I wasn't really growing more spiritually aware, if that makes sense. I didn't really understand how my spirit worked and how how others spirits connected to me so I wasn't really finding my purpose I was finding what made me feel good and I was okay with that because at least I felt good I might not be doing the most passionate things that I want to be doing and um, diving into my creativity as much as I know I could be. But as long as I was comfortable, you know, where I was and as long as I was happy with pleasing myself that day and had a satisfaction of what I did for that day, um, then I was fine. And it took me... I believe that fateful day in 2021, I'm thinking it's 2021. So what that was like four years of all of that, like yoga every day, meditating, smoking heavily, trying to find my purpose, quote unquote, um, just making it through this quarter life crisis of who am I and what do I want? And in between, 
in between there, you know, there's a lot of like weird spiritual um, incidences that happened to me that I can dive into in a different episode. But specifically the last thing that happened, which has placed me on the path where I am now, is that I began to hear something that was not my voice. Um, And let me break that down for those who might think I'm a little cuckoo. (laughs) Um, I have always felt like I could audibly hear um, not voices, not like let me see how to say this. I have felt like I was always spiritually inclined. Let me say that. And I would always get these, um, I thought of them as downloads, spiritual downloads where I could hear what spirit wanted to tell me. Now, I always thought of it as my higher self. You know, that's what they tell you. Higher self is telling you what you need to do. So I thought it was an extension of myself talking to me and telling me um, just how to feel about certain situations or, you know, what to do um, in certain situations. I don't really know how to explain it other than like it was like my conscience but it was my conscious telling me how to react and respond. So my conscience mixed with my emotions, if that makes sense. And I'm going to break this down. But anyway, so I would hear these voices telling me like, oh, you know, you should be Like if I was to meditate, I would hear voices on, um, I would ask questions about what I should know for the day or how I should feel or not necessarily how I should feel. And forgive me, this was a couple of years ago. So I'm trying to be accurate in my explanation of this because it's very important. I want to make sure that I'm sharing my experience authentically because if anybody else is having similar situation, then they will understand too and how to deal with it as well. So bear with me as I try to get this out. I have always been spiritually inclined and I just always felt like I could audibly hear the spirit world if that is being relayed properly. Like sometimes I, I would hear, not all the time, not a lot, but sometimes I felt like I could just hear spirits talking or mentioning things. Maybe even that they were unaware that I was listening, but I could just hear them talking around me. Specifically more when I was high, like smoking weed, and specifically more um, when I was practicing new age and meditating. Um, so this faithful day in 2001, we're going to say 2001, 2002, um, I was again, high off a weed. That was a daily regimen of mine, meditating high, doing yoga high daily thing. And 
I saw a post on Instagram, I believe it was Instagram or Facebook, that had said, Jesus still loves you. And to go back just a little bit, I started this spiritual deep dive, not only to find something bigger than myself, but to understand really who God is and, and really how God relates to me. I did grow up in the church. We did go to church when I was younger, but I never connected to Jesus. I didn't understand him. I didn't know who he was. I didn't understand this character that was being preached to me in church. I never took the time to read the Bible, but that's a lie. I did read the Bible because my mom made me read the Bible with her, but I did not understand. I did not comprehend. We would read the chapters. My eyes would glaze over and then we would call it a night. It's not like we discussed anything. So, um, so yeah, I didn't really understand the Bible. It was very repetitive to a, you know, 10, 11, 12 year old child. So I didn't really understand the stories in it. And I never really understood who Jesus was. So in my deep dive of trying to understand who God is, I'm like, I always knew there was a higher power, a higher source, a higher being at work. I did not want to call it Jesus, but I always acknowledged him as God. Now, after I dived into new age, I kind of dismissed the idea of Jesus as just a a character man-made made up. And anytime I would see things about Jesus, like, you know, they have billboards on the side of the road, or they might just be like a poster, a flyer, something, someone might just say his name. I was irritated because I was just like, this person is man-made. This person doesn't, doesn't exist. People are talking about him or just, I don't know. It was slight irritation, but it was also just like, I don't know. Like my spirit gravitated toward the, toward the name. Like anytime it was still like, I would see it. I would just be like, Hmm. I used to remember that Jesus guy. You know, I remember talking about him when I was younger, but I don't know him now. (laughs) This is so funny to talk about because this is my literal, literal experience. Um, so yes, I would see billboards with his name and I would just be like, I don't know this guy. What like, but why does like, I still keep seeing things about him. This is really weird. And it was just like back to back that I would just be seeing his name sometimes. I'm like, Hmm, that's interesting. But you know, I'm not a follower of Jesus. So I saw this picture text, like a little infographic, a quote picture of, um, Jesus still loves you. And for some reason it made me stop the scroll. And I was just like, I don't know. I was just staring at it for a while. Like, I wonder why I just keep seeing these things about Jesus. And there's always a message attached to it. And I'm like, Jesus still loves me. I'm like, but I don't know Jesus. You know, I'm thinking these things in my head, not audibly thinking them in my head, in my own voice sidebar. I'm the person who can hear themselves think. If you're on the I can't hear myself think team, then this might not even make sense to you. But I can hear myself think. So me hearing voices from spirit did not like it wasn't startling because it's like I can I can already hear in my head my own voice. So I don't know if that makes any more clarification, but I can hear myself think. So I'm hearing myself think these thoughts like Jesus still loves me. That's so strange. And then I hear another voice. 
And it's not like it was, it was like scraggly or scary or anything like that. But I just recognized that it was not my own. This whole time I thought the voice, the voice, it was the same like voice, but I always thought it was my higher self. This time the voice just felt like I didn't, I didn't think that or why did I think that? But anyway, the voice had said, she's still a believer. And it really caught my attention because I put myself in third person. And I don't really usually do that. And if I did do that, I would say Kiana, like get it together, Kiana. I would say my whole name, get it together, Key, something like that. Um, but I would never say she. So it really freaked me out. And I was like, why would I say she's still a believer? And immediately when I thought that thought, I started rebuking the devil. <laughs> Kid you not. I started saying out loud, I'm like, of course, I'm still a believer. I don't know what you thought, devil, but I would never be on your team. I am for the Lord and the Lord is the only one I know. And I just started, I audibly said that. And it was just such a weird moment because I don't know why I felt the conviction to do that. But I was like, I just automatically knew that that voice was not mine and I needed to rebuke. So bear with me as I try to get this all out. I don't even know if this is going to be the official episode, but I just need to speak my piece on this. So I heard that voice and I I flipped out and I was just like rebuking the devil. I was saying, be gone devil. Like you don't have me. I'm a child of the Lord, all this stuff. And from that moment on, I had a spiritual breakdown. So for a good like year and a half, two years, I didn't practice yoga anymore. I didn't meditate. I was just really confused and freaked out because I was like, something's off here. Something's wrong. Like, why would I say that? I wouldn't talk to myself in third person. And I really started to, I don't know. It was like a, like a slow-mo type of like, like a, a revelation You know, like when they, you know, like at the end of the Saw movies, when they like play the the theme song and they go through like how everything was all pieced together and stuff like that. It felt like one of those moments. It felt like I was just having a slow-mo flashback of like, like all of the lies I've been told while practicing new age, like how like I felt so good, but I was actually being used by the devil. And I don't know if I'm explaining my experience properly. I swear to you, I'm trying to get it out as authentic as possible. But I just knew I was being used by the devil. And I didn't know exactly how in that moment. But I was just like, I've been played. Like the DJ Khaled meme. Ha! You you played yourself. Congratulations. Like, I just felt like stupid. Like, that's the best word to say. Like, I just felt stupid. And me... I don't like feeling dumb. That's the one thing. That's the thing, like, why I started that I need perspective. Like, I don't like feeling lesser than myself. I do not like that feeling. Nobody likes that feeling. But specifically me, like, you can't make me, like, feel stupid. I'm I'm that one of the people, like, I like to be very knowledgeable. I wouldn't call myself the smartest person in the room, but I know some things, okay? I know some answers. So when I feel like I've been like stumped or like just dumbfounded it was irritating me I'm like no you didn't just get the best of me that's how I felt and so I stopped practicing yoga I stopped 
um, doing my t my oracle cards. I never dabbled in tarot cards because it just seemed too complicated. But I did have oracle cards, which is like they give you like emotions or like um, like they give you like just one worded like nouns, like adversity or fear or like, you know, like it was just like simple um, emotions or things like events um, that it would dive into. It wasn't like as deep as like um, tarot cards but it was still like practicing with cards and all that spiritual stuff that's um illegal anyway so after that moment I really had to question like what was I into you know because clearly there was something else at work here that I knew nothing about and so again it was a good year or two I didn't know like what what it was that was so off but I knew something was off and it was just enough to freak me out and I just stopped practicing yoga I stopped meditating I stopped using my oracle my oracle cards um I was like taking you know um more breaks with smoking I didn't really complete smoking I'm um, really quit completely quit smoking but I started taking breaks and then um I would be on YouTube right YouTube is my favorite app, probably. Um, it, well, it was. TikTok's kind of taking that spot right now. But YouTube used to be bomb.com for me. And it still is high up there. Like, I love just scrolling and finding new videos to watch. Um, but at the time, I was scrolling. And I would get these videos that popped up that said, um, New Age Spiritualism to Christianity. Um, I left Christ left New Age for Christianity, New Age to Christianity. All these videos would pop up all the time, and this was back before this incident happened. That some videos would pop up, and I would just be like, "Hmm, that's interesting." But I would keep scrolling, like around the time where I would be seeing the Jesus posters and things like that. Like I would see these videos, and I'm like, "Hmm, New Age to Christianity. Like that's weird. Why would they do that?" scroll you know never clicking into it and so after the incident happened where I like heard this third party voice I you know two years probably passed it was probably like a year and a half that probably passed and then a video pops up new age to Christianity and I clicked it and I'm like I wonder what this is about I clicked on it and this girl was giving her experience about how she used to dabble in new age and she just felt like things bad things were considerably always happening to her you know no matter how many times she would meditate and you know try and manifest good outcomes and things like that she said she started seeing things which whew, that is a whole nother episode <clears throat> the deeper you dive into new age you start seeing things she felt the presence of things around her things would like move past her quickly in her home um, she's just started saying a bunch of stuff that related to my experience that I had, especially with like sleep paralysis and things like that. And I was just like, there's no way that someone's having the exact same experience as me. And it's not connected, right? It, it like, it's not, it's not connected in any type of way. Like, what do you mean? So I was listening to her and she was saying like how, basically like she was being used by the devil 
and like she was being played and how she, you know, transformed her life by coming to Jesus. And I just broke down after that. I just started crying. I started repenting. I felt so just horrible because I did not know. Again, I was confused. I was naive. And I was thinking that I knew everything about the universe and the world and how the stars and the planets align perfectly. And I know how everything's going to be. And I really didn't. I couldn't predict or plan anything. And nor was I supposed to, nor would the enemy that was trying to use me, allow me to. If I'm saying so much right now and I know all the pieces are not going to be put together in this one episode, but I just wanted to really explain how my quarter life crisis went from me trying to find something bigger to myself with me repairing my relationship with God. And I think that is what the missing piece is in a lot of people's lives who are dealing with depression or anxiety or just feeling lost and confused, not manifesting the things that they want, still feeling stuck in the same cycles over and over again, whether it be relationship or with money or with family members, with jobs, like the same type of cycles keep popping up. And that's when I realized I was being used again, like it all flashed back to me and it real and i realized that the enemy the devil and his agents were keeping me in these horrific just cycles not even horrific but just draining draining cycles of like the same things happening and happening in my relationships with just with everything and it was I could tell they were feeding off of that energy. They were feeding off of the depression. They were feeding off of the anxiety. And they were feeding off of me not reaching my, figuring out my true purpose here. Right? That was the whole plan the whole time. And so when they said she's still a believer, it was red flags. That's why the name Jesus would always like spark something because they were trying to block it. (sighs) I'm trying to get it all out, Lord. They were trying to block it because if I would have dived more into learning about Jesus and actually rekindled that relationship like I did, then I would have been on the path of my true purpose and identity here. And I would have disrupted the enemy's plans right for me instead of living out his plans I went to live out God's plans instead and I feel like if you really want to get in line with your purpose and with your being identity your Christ identity but just really trying to figure out who you're supposed to be here on this earth you have to go to God and the only way to go to to God directly is through Jesus. Now, God has always been with me. And I actually had another spiritual experience um, 
and again, I was high. I do have a lot of spiritual experiences when I'm high, but I've had a lot of them when I'm not either. And so I'm very keen on discerning what's true and what's not um, for me. Again, we're all living our own different experiences, but for me, I had another experience where God told me, or excuse me, Jesus told me, you've always known who I am. And um, so I've always carried him with me. And that's why when his name would pop up, I was still connected to it. I was still curious about him, which is actually really beautiful when you think about it. But I was, I was always thinking about him. And I feel like a lot of people are just in this state of confusion, but they truly want to know their Christ identity. They truly want to understand their purpose here. They truly want to understand what they're made for, but they're looking for it in the wrong places. And it wasn't until I came to God, repented for my sins, as crazy as that may sound, you do need to repent. But I just felt like I felt horrible, like in the moment, like when you really come to God and maybe other believers can help explain this for me. But like when you come to God and you know that you're doing something against his will or out of alignment for you and what he has for you or just, you know, doing something that he would find hurtful as your father, like I just felt so terrible and I just was really sad and crying and thinking like I have just been so stupid, you know? It's like when you disappoint your parents, that feeling you get like, I know I shouldn't have did that. I'm so sorry. Like I wanted to figure it out on my own. I wanted to do it by myself. I wanted to have these experiences, but at the end of the day, you were right and I'm so sorry. That's how I felt. And so... I, I came back to him. I came home and I realized like, I don't, I don't have all the answers, but that's okay. You know, when I was diving into new age, it was like, I needed to know everything. I needed to understand the whole universe because I wanted to control how my life was supposed to be. Right. I wanted to meditate and be happy all the time. And get high and be happy all the time. And do yoga and feel good all the time. Or masturbate and feel good all the time. You know, it's like I wanted to self-please me. Instead of pleasing, doing what's pleasing to God. And that's something that only comes when you're building that relationship with God. So, um, again, I'm just telling you my experience. And what I've been through. And, you know what I've learned. That's what I've learned. Coming out of the naive perspective, thinking that I know it all when I really don't, and I really don't have to. You know, that's the thing. But I have learned that purpose is every day. Purpose is not doing one thing for the rest of your life. Purpose is the small actions you take in alignment with what God has for you that changes other people's lives. That is your purpose. Your purpose is to impact the lives of other people. 
And that might be big and that might be small, but it's going to be different for everybody every single day. Okay, you can make purpose by giving people, you can do have your purpose, be living in your purpose by smiling at someone while you walk down the street and they may just need to see that smile for the day. It can be that simple. Or you, your purpose could be creating a multi-media company that speaks to hundreds of thousands of people. That could be your purpose. You know, it's small things and it's big things, but it's all combined throughout every single moment that we are here on this earth and able to impact lives. So in actuality, I have found my purpose through my quarter life crisis. As sucky as it was to go through it, as terrifying the days that I've had when I went through it and just terrifying in the fact that like the emotions that I was feeling or just some of the again wild spiritual experiences that I had and the things that I saw going through all of that has really brought me here and to some other places um, where I have been able to speak to people, to speak life into people and to talk to people and to just encourage and hype people up, which is one of my favorite things to do. Ask anybody. I am the ultimate hype woman and I love to hype people up. And I feel like that is a part of my purpose here. And I'm just very happy that I went through that quarter life crisis because I never would have gotten here. You know, if I had not gone through the journey of trying to seek for more, I would not have found myself and the relationship I have with God and Jesus as my savior. Again, we still building this thing. Okay. We still getting to know each other. I mean, he knows me. I'm still getting to know him. Um, You know, we still learning how to communicate effectively and you know, I'm still learning a lot about life in general. I'm still learning about how the spirit, the spiritual realm works in this physical world. You know, I feel like there's so much we don't understand about the spiritual world that people just choose to neglect. And that really is a disservice to them and the people that they're supposed to impact. And so I don't want to make this crazily long because we could be here for days talking about this, but I just wanted to let you know that if you are going through a quarter life crisis, that you don't have to go through it alone. One, that was one of my biggest mistakes is isolation during that time. Okay. That is a critical time to be around people that you can trust and that can speak life into you. So make sure that your environment is set up properly with the right people around you during this hectic and emotional time. Number two, when you're going through your quarter life crisis, know that it will end. It is only a season. It is only temporary. And God has so much more for you. And this is just a part of your journey. You are going to take this piece and make it into something 
beautiful at the end that you can share with people on how you got through. So, and I'm speaking to myself here too, because, you know, I'm sure there will be more quarter crisis or half midlife crisis, you know, all these other crises that's going to happen. I'm sure of it, but I just wanted to share what I've been through and my experience and let you know that I'm right in that naive perspective with you, but together with the help of this podcast, I feel like we can walk through it together. Okay, so that is what I have for today. I think I'm going to leave it here. I'm definitely excited to continue talking with you guys like this. I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. This is true, straight, straight off the dome. Like, this is just me speaking. And I hope it resonates. I hope it helps. And I will catch you guys in the next episode.